Welcome to the Parsha Philosophy Series on the Jewish Philosophy Podcast. In this series, I consider a major question on the weekly Parsha from some of the classic works of Jewish philosophy. I develop the question and consider some possible routes towards the solution. Enjoy! Adam and Eve, Adam and Chava, the Garden of Eden, the fruit, the tree, the test, the failure. A story we all know so well. They had one simple task. Don't eat from this tree. Enjoy all of the other trees, just not that one. And yet they failed. They ate from this tree and they were changed. Indeed, the history of humanity was changed forever. But what exactly was their sin? What was so bad about eating from this particular tree? The Torah tells us that it was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Through eating the tree, they would now know the difference between good and evil. God said to them, don't eat from this tree, please don't, because then you will know good from bad. That was their test. But anyone reading this episode, anyone learning about this episode, will surely be bothered by the obvious question. Isn't gaining knowledge of good and bad a good thing? Isn't our basic moral sense to know that some things are right and some things are wrong and evil a virtue? In fact, as Rabbi Sachs puts it, surely they had to have some some conception of morality to know that it was right to listen to God's command not to eat from the tree of knowledge in the first place and that it was wrong to disobey him. Why was God so intent on withholding this knowledge from good, of good and evil from them? This question is posed by none other than the great Rambam, Maimonides, in the second chapter of the first part of his Guide of the Perplexed, as follows. Some years ago, a learned man asked me a question of great importance. The problem and the solution which we gave in our reply deserve the closest attention. It would appear at first sight, said the objector, from scripture, that man was originally intended to be perfectly equal to the rest of the animal creation, which is not endowed with intellect, reason, or the power of distinguishing between good and evil. But that Adam and Eve's disobedience to the command of God procured him that great perfection, which is the peculiarity of man, i.e. the power of distinguishing between good and evil, the noblest of all the faculties of our nature the essential characteristic of the human race. It thus appears strange that the punishment for rebelliousness should be the means of elevating man to a pinnacle of perfection to which he had not attained previously. This is equivalent to saying that a certain man was rebellious and extremely wicked, wherefore his nature was changed for the better and he was made to shine as a star in the heavens. Such was the purport and the subject of the question, though not in the exact words of the inquirer. These are the words of the Rambam, Maimonides. If we rephrase the question in separate premises, we would emerge with something like this. Premise 1. Someone or something that has the ability to distinguish between good and evil is greater or better off than someone or something who cannot. Premise 2. Adam and Eve, before the sin, could not distinguish between good and evil, whereas after the sin, they could. Premise 3. The conclusion. Adam and Eve, 
were greater or better off after their sin than before they had sinned. So so let's go over that. Premise one seems to be quite intuitive, as the objector in the guide points out. Again, premise one, someone or something that has the ability to distinguish between good and evil is greater or better off than someone who cannot. This seems to make sense. Premise two, the idea that Adam and Eve before the sin could not distinguish between good and evil, whereas after the sin they could. That's just what the Torah tells us. Before the sin they did not know good and evil, whereas after the sin they did. And premise three is just what follows from the conjunction of the first and second premise. It is premise three that seems to be very difficult to accept, as the objector rightfully points out. It does seem as though Adam and Eve were greater or better off after their sin than before they had sinned. This is his question. So we seem to be left with a formidable problem, a very difficult question. But how are we going to solve it? How are we going to solve this problem? Must we accept that having no moral sense is in fact greater than having a moral sense? I.e. we should reject the idea that someone or something that has the ability to distinguish between good and evil is greater or better off than someone who cannot. Do we have to say that someone who cannot distinguish between good and evil is better off than someone who can? Or maybe we should reread the episode again and not conclude that they had no sense of good and evil before the sin, i.e. we should deny premise two. Before the sin, they could distinguish between good and evil, and after the sin, they could also distinguish between good and evil. But that certainly doesn't fit with a simple reading of the, of the verses. And if they already had a sense of good and evil before they ate from the, from the Etz Hadah Tovarah, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, then what did they gain afterwards? Or what did they lose afterwards? Either way, this question certainly needs thought. I encourage you to look at the answer the Rambam develops, as difficult as it is, as well as looking at secondary literature on this topic. One example of this secondary literature is Reb Desler in Michtav Me'eliyahu, in the second volume, Parashas Bereshit, Parashat Bereshit. Thank you for listening to the Jewish Parashat Philosophy series. Tune in next week for Parashas Nerach, where we deal with another difficulty in Jewish philosophy.